Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today is going to be one of these multi-intensity workouts again where you basically pick how hard you want to do this. Alright, so what we're going to do is 10 4 minute intervals with 1 minute rest in between and we're going to alternate between 18 strokes a minute and 24 strokes a minute as we go through these. The 18 strokes a minute is going to be on the easier side, the 24 strokes a minute is going to be on the harder side and how hard, well that's just up to you. Alright, so if you're a beginner rower then I want you to do these 18 strokes a minute at pretty much a 5 out of 10 effort level okay so it's going to give you a good heart rate increase you're going to be breathing a little bit heavier but you should be able to have a conversation is really kind of the, the easiest way to to describe that one but the 24 strokes a minute well what i want you to do really there is just increase up to 24 strokes a minute and see naturally how much faster you go by doing that okay so you're not really putting in any real effort you're just getting that stroke rate up and you should notice a pace increase now if you're going to go for the easier version on this then what i want you to do is see the 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20 pace do check out the description to this video if you don't know anything about 2k training paces but basically 2k plus 20 is round about 5 out of 10 effort level and then for the 24 strokes a minute, I want you to do that at 2k plus 12 pace, okay? So intensity is going to be up for this, but because it's only for four minutes and then you're back down to the 18 strokes a minute again afterwards, it shouldn't be too taxing for you. Now, if you want to go for just a kind of a middle range, a kind of a hard row, then put that 24 strokes a minute up to 2k plus 8. I still want you to do the 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20, but the 24 strokes a minute is going to be at 2k plus 8. And finally, if you're going for the top tier work, out today then i want you to do the 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20 but the 24 strokes a minute you're going to do it 2k plus 4 okay now i do like the 24 strokes a minute and i do like having the 12 8 and 4 as the intensity variation which you will have noticed if you've done enough of my row along videos but anyway right so let's just get into our four minute warm-up because i've been talking for quite a long time so far um now we always start off by setting up our machine before we do the warm-up, so go to your drag factor first and set that where you want it to be. Then set your monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up or down. And finally the foot stretchers should be set so that the strap covers kind of the bottom lace on your shoe, or at the very least it allows you to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing vertically. Okay? Sunny today, shades on. So here we go then. Four minute warm-up intensity we're going to start out with pretty much just a body body weight squat okay so you're just pushing out nicely from the front okay and three two one go now we're just going to do this at 18 strokes a minute so like i say you're just pushing out as though you're just doing a body weight squat this is a warm-up after all you're not gunning it yet yet so all you're doing right now is concentrating on that push from the front with your legs and then keeping your arms straight and trying to connect the handle to the flywheel or whatever you have at exactly the same time as you push with the legs remember have a nice forward lean as you do so that helps the power come through Hi Ollie, kids are out today. And then, once you've got that timing right, you can start to think about increasing the amount of push that you're putting from your legs. Ideally, by the end of this second minute, you're going to be up around about that 2k plus 20 pace that we are going to be 
rowing the main session today at when we're doing 18 strokes a minute. And what that means is you've rowed a 2,000 meter time trial, you divide the resulting time by four, and that gives you your average 500 meter time for a 2K time trial. And that's your 2K training pace that you then base how intense your sessions are. So 2K plus 20 is quite easy. 2K plus 10 is hard. 2K pace is really hard. <laughs> right, one more stroke here. Put one foot on the floor, continue to row. So this one foot on the floor means that you have to put a bit more concentration on the leg that's still strapped in. Proper thinking about pressing out with that one leg to get some power. It'll drop off a good seven or eight seconds, but you still want a good solid push. Swap legs. But it also helps with your flexibility as you come into the front of the machine, as you roll forwards, because you've only got one leg strapped in, you can probably get a little bit more compression at the front. One more stroke. Put both feet back in, legs straight, and just roll with your back and arms. Swing back over your hips, Pull in your arms, push out your arms, swing over your hips. This is really important drill. That feeling of using your back to generate power, but also the sequencing of back, arms, arms, back. One more. Roll to the front, the straight arms, and just press out with your legs. Try to keep your arms straight shoulders relaxed, forward lean, and just work on that timing as you push out from the front. Don't have to be too hard pushing out from the front. You want to make sure and try and hold that forward lean, so don't push too hard. Just get that timing right. One more. There we go. And that's the warm-up done. So there we go. Keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I'll try and get through today's session one more time really quickly. Okay then, so what we're doing today is 10 four minute intervals with one minute rest in between. And we're gonna alternate between 18 strokes a minute and 24 strokes per minute. Now, as far as the intensity, we've well, got a choice of either the beginner row or you've got easy, tough, and really, really tough, hard, okay? so. For the beginner folks, you're gonna do these 18 strokes a minute at round about kind of five out of 10 effort level. And then you're just gonna go up to the 24 strokes a minute one, just really increasing your stroke rate and seeing what pace you end up at. And if you find that you've gone too fast on some of them, then maybe just try and see about backing off the pace a little bit for those 24s as you go through the workout, just to keep this at a level that you feel that you can manage with. Now, if you want a bit more of a structured workout in terms of pace, if you wanna do like the easy version, then do these at 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20, but the 24 strokes a minute, do them at 2K plus 12 seconds. If you want it to be a little bit harder in the kind of mid range, then still do 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20, but the 24s you wanna be at 2K plus eight, and then 
then if you want to get a really tough workout of this then do 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20 but the 24 strokes a minute are going to be at 2k plus 4 so for 4 minutes that's going to be quite a lot of hard work um, so it's going to be a really tough workout if you do that because you're going to be doing that 5 times so you should really feel it if you're on the, the max level today okay so let's get into it follow along with me for stroke rate as always um, either by watching me on the video or on the podcast you can just hear the whoosh of my flywheel hopefully and i and if you're watching on the video you can marvel in how lovely the garden looks right okay oh hang on i've got to try and get into press continue on the pm5 here before we start how am i going to manage this i will do it 18 strokes a minute okay so then three two one let's go ah, quite foolishly i'd left the monitor set to undefined rests and because I've got my iPad running as well the monitor arm is a little bit further back and I couldn't reach the button <laughs> I've just the reason that the iPad's on is I've just made the video reviewing this iPad mount and I was quite frankly too lazy to take it off Anyway, so 18 strokes a minute, 2k plus 20 pace for four minutes. This should feel like a walk in the park, okay? So for everybody, it should really feel like it's a five out of ten effort level. You're just putting in little bit of effort good old push from your legs your arms are straight you're finishing strong but you can quite happily hold a conversation you're not feeling worn out it's just a good fitness building workout this is only for four minutes you see and then we go faster and harder after a minute's rest, of course. And that will then give you a chance to spread your wings a little bit. All depending on what intensity you've picked. Now what I would say is if you've picked to do well, whatever one you've picked to do today, just try and stick to your pace. If you've picked the easy way, stick to the easy way. There's a reason you picked it. But if you pick the max effort, really try to hold your pace. That 2K plus four is gonna feel like a, well, it'll probably start as a eight out of 10, but as we get through the workout, you're going to be getting up to 9 or even 10 out of 10 but remember you chose it I don't mean that in a well it's your own fault what I mean is that you want to get faster and so you chose to try to get faster and of course it's going to get more intense, more intense as you get through it but there's no point backing off. You'll end up kind of not getting 
either the real underlying engine building fitness benefits of this workout or the top end pace benefits if you start off fast and then back off towards the end so really try and hold that 2k plus 4 I mean if you have to back off a little bit because you literally can't row that fast that's fine but if it's just because it gets tough and you're like I'd rather do it a bit easier that's not as fine okay three more strokes one more there we go one minute rest now I'm going to set your monitor to show you the distance you just covered or the pace you were doing that at as we go through this workout try and match it for all the intervals try not to be too far off it that way you know that you're holding your pace and you're not kind of giving in to tiredness or anything not that you really should be for these 18 strokes a minute ones but certainly for the 24s try and hold them up until maybe the last one if everybody wants to sprint the last one you can sprint the last one that last four minutes is fine it's the it's the ones beforehand that i want you to be sensible about and hold your pace okay 10 seconds to go until we hit our first 24 strokes a minute interval in five four three two one go now i'm doing this today at the easier intensity because I had a hard session yesterday so although I'm saying about the importance of just picking an intensity and sticking to it you also need to be sensible about what one you picked if you look at my plan and nearly all plans you'll find that they tend to ride between easy workouts hard workouts max workouts but you never really get two hard workouts or max workouts side by side you tend to always go bottom or easy however you want to describe it followed by a hard followed by another easy and then maybe the max then another easy and then maybe another hard mid one another easy so basically you're always lining up a recovery row after one of raised intensity and that's not just about giving your body a chance to recover after the tougher workouts it's also kind of a mental fatigue that can set in if you do too many intense workouts 
after each other where it ends up being almost like work it's like something that you go oh I've got to do a tough one today and you should never dread coming to the rowing machine you should always be looking forward to it and thinking you know what I get to row today and especially when it comes to the fast stuff you should be looking forward to it eagerly waiting your or eagerly sitting there saying I'm going for a fast row tonight so if the slower ones not only help your body recover to be ready for the faster ones but also make you long for the faster ones and really hit them hard can only be a good thing okay we're almost there the end of our first 24s keep a note of how far you've gone or your pace average pace one more stroke there we go I was bang on 2k plus 12 covered just over it was 1026 meters so I want to try and hit that pace and distance for the next four of these 24 strokes a minute intervals and it's the same for the 18s I was 205 or 2k plus 20 for the first one so I want to try and get as close to that as I can for the rest of them uh, make sure to drink not, not just because I'm outside in the sun but also just because this is going to work out will dehydrate you okay interval three is coming up in 10 seconds time give your backside a little bit of a wiggle to get comfortable pick up your handle four three two one let's go 18 strokes a minute again so we're back down to that recovery pace so beginner rowers if you don't have a 2k training pace yet you're back down to 5 out of 10 everyone else 2k plus 20 which should feel like it's a 5 out of 10 okay bearing in mind 1 out of 10 is when you're sitting on the couch with your slippers on your best lady or man or cat or dog or whatever sitting beside you you're just watching telly just existing that's 1 out of 10 or 0 out of 10 10 out of 10 you're being chased through a forest of jaggy bushes by an angry group 
of rowing zombies. So, five out of 10 is in between that. Putting in some effort, basically working on your fitness so that when those rather miffed zombies chase after you, you've got the fitness to run away from them rather than just being able to sprint for 50 meters and have to stop. Why am I talking about rowing zombies? Well, it's one of the cues that I use for technique. Specifically, your arms. I see a lot of tension in people when they send me videos. Lots of people kind of really rigidly doing really wacky things with the handle. Muscles popping. And that's not the point of the recovery. You want to be relaxed, loose shoulders. If I was there, I should be able to flap your arms around, okay? Arms straight out in front of you. Fingers hanging off the handle as you come forwards. Much like a zombie impression. Although they do tend to shrug their shoulders, so don't do that, but nice and loose. Because you never really see a tense zombie, do you? Now, if you are the kind of person who lifts the handle at the end, maybe for years your knees have popped up too soon and you've had to, but you've fixed that, but you still have the handle raise. One fix is to scrape the handle down over your knees into the recovery. However, be careful because that can lead to real posture and back lean issues. Okay, so use it as a way to get used to not raising your handle, but once you've learned that, ditch it. There we go. That's the 18s done. Have another quick drink. Because if you lower the handle, but your back caves in, that's not good. And more importantly, as you lift the handle at the front, what can happen is you hinge back over your hips. You don't want to do that. It's really important not to do that. You want to come in, drive out from the front, with straight arms, loose shoulders, back still leaning forwards. Whereas if the handle's down and you raise too early, you're like this. Nobody wants that. I'll show you in the next interval what I mean. <sighs> okay, next one, next set of 24s is coming up in 10 seconds. Pick up the handle, wiggle your bottom. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, like I said, try to hold the pace 
that you'd set in the first of these inter in interviews? I don't think I'm interviewing you. What job have you come for? What special skills can you bring to today's session? Well, sir, I can talk and row at the same time. And how do you think that's going to help you in the financial industry? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so if you were 157 before, try to hold 157 this time. If you were 230 last time, try to hold 230 this time. So, you want your back to be swinging from a forward lean to a backward lean through the rowing stroke. If you lean in to round about one o'clock at the front and then back to round about 11 o'clock as you finish the stroke. But you need, this is really important, you need to hold that forward lean as you push with the legs and as your straight arms connect the handle and chain or whatever to the flywheel or magnet or whatever you're using holding that forward lean sends that power from your legs really efficiently whereas if you swing back too soon suddenly you're taking it all through the lower back while you have to tug with your shoulders and arms whereas that forward lean your arms are just braced against the force you don't have to pull until the back of the stroke and so efficiency is improved with that forward lean you're less likely to suffer injury through the lower back because you're not taking the force through your lower back you get a better workout all over your body and you should just be able to go faster because you're adding your back instead of skipping your back here we go three two one heart rate increased five percent on that one
which is to be expected. Cardiac drift as we go through the workout. That's what these one minute rests are about, is just to give you a little bit of recovery, to hold you within the intensity level that you have set. The 2K plus 4 pace, for instance, without this rest, is going to be really, 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 really tough. But this one minute rest in the 18s mean that you can properly hit those 2K plus 4 paces properly. Okay, back to 18s in 10 seconds. 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Alright, back to 18s. 18s are kind of tough for some, whether it's the rhythm or that extra weight to the machine from the slow or the lower stroke rate. I know that some people don't quite gel with the 18s, but honestly, once you do them enough, you start to really fall in love with them. Right, so. You'll notice that I talk technique a lot in these videos. There's two reasons for that. The first is literally gives me something to talk about. We're spending quite a lot of time on the machine together. And so covering quite a lot of the chat by talking technique means I can keep you company talk away to you and hopefully I say it in a slightly different way enough in each workout that it doesn't like feel as I've just hit repeat on how I've said it before for instance today we started with zombie arms but the other thing is that don't underestimate the importance of focusing on technique regardless of how good you are if you're a beginner rower you've maybe just climbed on the machine started rowing and nobody's told you what the sequencing and position should be but even if you've been rowing for a while or are really experienced it so pays off to constantly come back to checking that you've not introduced any gremlins into your stroke like I do still have this butt scoot where my backside takes off just before I connect my feet and the handle and so when I concentrate on technique and specifically that it gives me a chance to try and 
grind out that bad habit. And the funny thing is, just talking to you here about it, I'm working on it, by getting it right, I'm now going one or two, even three seconds faster because the proper amount of power that I can generate is now going into the machine rather than me leaking it because my backside's scooting away from underneath me. One more stroke. There's a danger to always thinking about your technique that if you take a negative approach to it, like why aren't I getting it right? It can kind of mess with your head. So know, know what your own response is to this kind of stuff. If you're the type, if you find yourself getting negative and frustrated, back off for a while. Just row, just enjoy rowing. Okay, as much as I'm saying you don't want to let bad habits creep in, it's more important that you enjoy your rowing. If you've got a great technique but you hate it, you're no use to anybody. So, all right. Our next 24s are coming up in 15 seconds. I hope you've had a drink. 10 seconds to go. Pick up your handle. Reseat your seat. Oh. Five, four, three, two, one, go. All right. Back to 24s again. 24s really are my favorite stroke rate. Don't know whether it's the rhythm, whether it's just what my body's suited to, whether I enjoy counting down in two and a half second chunks, but I do love them. Right, so make sure, hold your pace, that you're set so far through this workout. Try to hold it all the way through the workout. I'll give you the option to sprint the last one if you wish, but hold the same stroke rate. Anyway, hopefully then I'm kind of drip feeding enough technique stuff to you that I'm not overburdening you and you can take on board another little tidbit and that's just about the drive with your legs so I just slide forwards That's how you get yourself set up with the correct position of your forward lean and arms straight and relaxed up on your sit bones with a powerful posture and then that moment, that transition 
from the slide forwards where you get your shins to a vertical position to then driving with the legs through the stroke you want it to be as smooth but as quick as possible what I mean is don't come in and hold your position at the front before driving because that's what leads to things like my butt scoot because as you come in you're coiled up like a spring and if you hold it your backside will just get sprung away from you that must be said same applies at the back of the stroke you're not pausing at the back I see lots of people who pull the handle in and then hold it for a second try not to do that so pull in and then as you finish release the handle at the same pace you brought it in at so in out in out no hold two strokes there we go so yeah you'll see quite a few people will come out hold release in hold release it's a good drill to do but if you're actually rowing in anger it doesn't help you want the fluidity of your effort it's like Tai Chi everything flows into itself the moment you stop and hold something you're losing that recycled momentum okay back down to uh, back down to 18s in 10 seconds the family are bouncing on the trampoline five four three two one go 18s again just same pace I want this it 2k plus 20 or 5 out of 10 if that's what you're more used to I mean that does bring up a good point there are many ways to describe pacing and it really does depend what you prefer I mean a perceived effort scale I think works well with 5 out of 10 7 out of 10 and 10 out of 10 being the ways to describe the three intensity levels then 2k pace is what I'm most used to where you set your current 2000 meter best time and your training pace 
is always attached to that. So when you get faster, you train faster. If you have had to take time off and you come back to it, inevitably, because you'll be slower, you train slower in order to keep the relative intensity the same. Because after all, I'm rowing these 18s at two minutes and five seconds right now. You might be rowing them at 158. Someone else might be rowing them at 238. But as a scale against our current 2000 meter time, we're all working with the same intensity, just different paces. And this is one of the reasons why all my workouts are time-based rather than distance. Because if it was distance, we'd all finish at different times. Anyway, and then the third option is heart rate zone training. But that's not really got a strict pace to it. You just work hard enough to get into the heart rate zones. There'll be guides, like a UT2 training might start at 2K plus 20, but in order to stay in the UT2 range, you'll have to back off your pace as you go through it. Same with Maffetone training, where the, you do 80% of your workouts with a heart rate between 60 and 70% of your max heart rate. And so you have to slow down as you go through it to keep it there. Because I'm up at, I'm nudging 80% right now. So completely way too fast for math. Last one. Whoops. Okay. Oh, up to 24 is next. Have a drink. Two more to go. 24 is that is, so we'll go 24, 18, 24, then we're done. Have a quick cool down, maybe on the trampoline, so they're having loads of fun. <laughs> Just make me a bad dad. The fact I'm sitting here talking to you, making a video, and they're all having fun on the trampoline. Should I be joining in with them? Truth is, once I'm done with this, I'm gonna go and attack them, but... <laughs> but hey, I need my exercise, so... 10 seconds to go, we're back up to 24s. In five, four, three, two, one, go. There is something very special though, about hearing your kids giggling, having fun. 
you don't have kids, you probably won't understand. I know before I had kids, I wouldn't have understood. I'd have been like, shut up. Prefer cats. Which, as being the last roll-along video, there was the sound of one of my cats quite obviously eating grass and having a body response to what happens when you eat grass. Cats are wearing thin as well. That's not true. Cats will never wear thin. Okay. So again, just a reminder, hold your pace. If you started off at 152, I want you still rowing at 152. Like I said, I'm taking the easy route on this one today. And it's definitely a nice, easy workout. Obviously, these 24s are kind of taking it out with what I would normally call a bottom tier workout but I don't feel I'm being challenged in any way the folks that are doing 2k plus 8 will probably Oops! Oh dear! It's like with a handle. Yeah, the 2k plus 8 folks, I'm sure that you're having to work hard in order to hold your pace, but there shouldn't really be any question as to whether you can finish your intervals. You're just looking forward to the finish of these 24s whereas the 10 out of 10 2k plus 4 people I'm going to guess that you're feeling the intensity and you're having to really dig in to get to the end and that is how it's meant to be I'm not trying to demoralise you by saying it's hard work the whole point is you are doing the max intensity pacing of this row so if it doesn't feel tough then, frankly, you've been going too slow. All right, eight strokes to go. Keep strong, no matter what level you're at, hold your pace. Almost there, two more. There we go. I mean, my heart rate's steadily increasing. That one was 
85% of max finish. So even at the reduced pace, what? I'm being watched. What? They are mocking me. Don't they know? I'm the roll-along guy. You're not allowed to mock me. If you're going to volunteer as tribute, you can get on the machine and do the rest of it. <laughs> There's no water in there. 10 seconds to go until the next 18s. Uh-oh. She's got a water pistol. Four, three, two, one. Go. So 18s again. 2K plus 20 pace. 5 out of 10 on the perceived effort scale and this is the last of them so just glide yourself through this 4 minute interval and consider what you want to do in the next one like I said you can go as hard as you want on the next one that's a very strange noise just came from the machine. Maybe it needs oiled. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So if you want to go fast on the last 24s, please do. But make sure to keep it at 24 strokes a minute. Okay, so I want you to get as much power out at 24 as you can if that's what you're aiming for or you could do the first three minutes at normal pace and then boost the last one minute which is what I'm going to do Last thing about technique, I've not really covered the whole stroke today. I've been kind of meandering all over the place. But with the leg drive, try to get your legs all the way down by the end of the stroke. Get all that power in, and then you come into the finish with your back and arms. So finish with your legs before your upper body. And what that should mean is you don't need to tug your feet against the foot straps to stop you. If you don't believe me, I've just taken my feet out of the straps. And by making sure the momentum from my stroke is going into the machine, rather than it being about sending my body backwards I'm not falling off the back of the machine and the same goes for the recovery where because I release the handle and lean forwards that's all I need momentum wise once I 
get the handle past my knees and bend them. I just slide effortlessly to the front of the machine. I don't need to tug on the foot straps and pull myself forwards. That's really important. So if you pull yourself forwards, it completely collapses your posture, which I'll talk about in the next interval. All right, four strokes to go, and then we're done with 18s. One more. There we go. Fortunately, I was not attacked by a water pistol in that last one. Right, feet back in. I can go strapless. I can kind of do 24 strapless, but I'd rather have the security of being in them. If you're going to try and row strapless, rather than doing what I do and taking your feet completely out, just loosen them off so they're about that much above your feet. So that if you do push and get it wrong, you can quickly flick your feet back in the straps and stop yourself falling backwards, okay? So it's like training wheels. Keep them slightly above your feet, not completely out. Because I don't want you to hurt yourself, that'd be bad. Okay, last interval coming up in 10 seconds time. You ready for this? Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. So I'm starting at my usual pace and then I'm going to go hard for the last minute. You can go as hard as you like, whenever you like. Although, don't go slower than the pace you've been going at. That wouldn't work. I think I need to check the firmware on my monitor because it keeps on skipping seconds. It's been quite a bad workout today for the first five or six strokes, me being slightly out of time as the monitor falls back into pace again. Okay, first minute is done. Get the feeling I'm about to miss out on lunch. That's the downside to doing time-based workouts. Doesn't matter how fast I row, it'll still be over when it's over. Whereas this was distance, I could sprint as hard as I can in order to finish and get some lunch. Okay. So, what did I say I was going to talk about? Oh no. Oh yeah. Posture. Really keep your core braced at both ends of the stroke. And at the front, be up on your sit bones 
and try to keep those sit bones connected at the back of the stroke too and that will keep you up in a powerful posture what you don't want is your tailbone tucked underneath you so that you're completely collapsed in a C-shape you'll see my pace just drops right off doing that example and that's how you get a sore lower back okay you ready for this final minute two more strokes all right here we go should hear the tone of your machine change as you surge that blue fireball of power into whatever you're using be it concept 2 or anything else you should really hear the machine responding to the power four three two oh. well I got down to 2k minus 4 by the end there so I'm happy give it a minute to just let things settle down a little bit and then we'll jump into a quick cool down to help your body glide to a stop much like the plane that's gliding overhead well, it's not really gliding is it uh, right I'm going to have to do pressing the button again we're almost there five four three two one go so cool down it's still at 18s it's a day of 18s and for most people intensity will just be back to that body weight squat again unless you're still breathing out your backside in which case row this right about 2k plus 30 pace so effort level is still round about 5 out of 10 the body weight squat being around about 3 out of 10 remember 1 out of 10 is sitting on the couch because when you think about it I think I've described 0 out of 10 is that before I think 0 out of 10 is like when you're asleep just sitting on the couch you're still your heart's still beating you're still burning calories just being alive 
which I guess you are when you're sleeping as well. Oh, John, shut up. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the journey through my somewhat scatterbrained road today. Like I say, I like to kind of try and keep them different. There's no point coming back and I'm just an automaton saying the same thing in the same order. I kind of hope what makes me unique compared to the other guys is exactly that. The fact that I'm kind of, I'm here like your rowing buddy, I'm your companion, just chatting away to you, keeping you company while you do, you're doing all the hard work. Well, that's not fair. I'm doing all the hard work too. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's been done with the cool down. You carry on going if you want, if you want, or just climb off and do some light stretching uh, while I just say goodbye to you. Not forever. I'm not saying goodbye forever. Hey, never say goodbye. Another Bon Jovi song. Ugh, I really need to get some better references. Start talking about Billie Eilish or something. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that. It's another one of these multi-intensity ones that you can come back to at another time. If you enjoyed it, you can come back and go, ah, oh, well, I did that one at, minus, at plus 12. I wonder what that would feel like at plus eight. So, and then plus four. What would it feel like if you sprinted the entirety of the last one, okay? So I'm trying to give you options so you're not always kind of thinking, oh, I have to follow a plan or whatever. You can kind of think for yourself and think, well, I mean, you could do that session three times in the one week and get your entire range of workouts. So anyway, like I say, hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to go off and get some lunch. Make sure to look after yourself. The hashtag for today. Uh, <laughs> if only because she said it, she ran past when Jamie shouted, I will be your tribute. Let's just have hashtag tribute or Hunger Games, one or the other. Um, but yes, that's, that's what you can leave just as, with a comment on YouTube or the podcast just to prove you made it this far through my ramble. All right, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye.